Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Literally an institution in this town of digging up old photos, old stories, collections, everything you can imagine under the sun about this great city. Greasy spoons, dives, old clubs. If you love this city, you're going to love it even more. Real people, real stories, real places. This is the Austin Found Podcast. Welcome back to the show. We appreciate you tuning in to Austin Found. I'm J.B. Hager. And I'm Michael Barnes. We're with the Austin American Statesman. And, and you know, we're not always going to be talking about just central, central Austin. That's uh, right. You know, and, and we we have, you know, talked about outlying areas in, in some previous episodes. But I'll get a kick out of this because we're going to talk about Lakeway, which is where my mother lives. Whoa. Why does she live there? She plays tennis. Ah, I, now if, I get it. <laughs> if you are retired and play tennis, like it's the perfect place, right? Right. It is. She's in her uh, mid seventies and still playing. Or if you sail, yes, because there are a lot of good places to get into the water there if you sail. And you know what? That's I'll add that to it. Uh, not to make this episode about my mother, but <laughs> in her younger days, she loved sailing like Travis. And always dreamed of living in Lakeway. Mm-hmm. So as a retired woman, she's living her dream in Lakeway. That's great. Yeah. And so I don't know much about Lakeway. What I know historically about Lakeway is don't speed and watch out for the deer. <laughs> Definitely watch out for the deer. <laughs> yeah, they're very tame there. And if you go about three miles over the speed limit, they will pop you in Lakeway. <laughs> At the time of that you wrote about Lakeway, it was... It's like 50 years old. That's it. It was... It, and that uh, was in 2018. Yeah, I... It, no, 2013. Okay, 2013. It's a baby city. It is it is a baby city. It was, it was begun in 1963. And I was drawn to the story because they have a historical association. They have two published histories of Lakeway. Now, why a city that's only 50 years old would have two published histories? They're getting, they're on the game. They're, they're, they're into it. <laughs> they're into their history. And of course, there were a lot of things there before it became Lakeway. I mean, it was, it was, of course, where Comanches and Tonkawas uh, uh, lived and hunted for years. And then the first settlers came in the 1850s. And that was pretty early on for that area. Yeah, in fact, let's talk about some of those uh, early settlers. Uh, you, you wrote about a German immigrant, John Henry Lohman, which, and, and I love connecting the dots on names because you use Lohman's Crossing right, to. Right. And to there get is around. actually a crossing on the Colorado River there that uh, it was named after him. It was a true ford in the river. And you okay. use that to get up to Anderson Mill, another 
name that's familiar. <laughs> right. And, and keep in mind, there wasn't the Mansfield Dam. It no. was trickling through there. Right. When it wasn't flooding through there. <laughs> but I do know from uh, going down to that existing low water crossing, it's not an easy trek down Mm-mm. through that area and then back up. Right. It's, it's, a, right. it's a lot of work. Yeah, I don't know how they uh, survived down there. <laughs> it's pretty distant from anything else. And some of those families' names are very familiar. Uh, for instance, the Bowles family, B-O-H-L-S. Of course, one our sports writer is Kirk Bowles uh, here at the Statesman. But he's from the Pflugerville side of the Bowles and okay. not the, the side that's out mm. in that area. Um, also, Johnson is a name, uh, Stewart, and uh, Hudson. Hudson. Which of should sound familiar. Hudson's Bend, which it pops up all over the place out there, but the Bend in the River uh, is a namesake. There's a restaurant named Hudson's Bend. Um, used to be really hot. You know. It was, oh, well, it was. it's known for a exotic game. And, right, and, uh, right. You know, probably one of our first celebrity chefs. That, exactly. If I think about it that way. And I think it has been reoriented since then, since the last time I was out there. But uh, it, it, it's still a, a magnet for people. Although when we think about that area and because of Lake Travis today, it's it's very sexy, right? It's it. Right. <laughs> It was tough living for these oh, early guys. Oh, my goodness. Early, early on, they had a postmaster out there. That was the bare minimum. They had a country school, but one of the people I interviewed in the story said that he walked four miles to and four miles from on dirt roads to the country school. And the postmaster was involved in a famous incident where he was serving drinks and one of the people that was at his party uh, on his way home, uh, his horse and buggy tumped over and he died. And his wife, the guy's wife, Who'd have, uh, the widow the, the of the widow, guy who died, gotcha. blamed the postmaster huh. and put a hit out on him. And the, <laughs> the, the, it was a famous murder at the time. And the guy went to prison. I think he died in the 1900 Galveston hurricane oh, so wow and it has a this is this story is going to spread around <laughs> lakeway you know this it, it had a name the assassination in flint rock right flint rock was one of the little town names there's a, and that's now you associate flint rock with as a golf community right, right? and so I, I just love it when these these names connect with these early immigrants and and you've talked about the the tonkawas and especially the comanches Coming into town, there being some some, con- some conflict, was there out there at the time? Yes, in fact, there's a, a, a famous battle site out there uh, at Comanche Peak. Uh, that's come up on a previous show, and I think I misspoke when I said which tribe was involved, but it was definitely the Comanches. And and when the uh, Comanche elders came to town recently in the last few years, and one of my history buff friends, uh, uh, Rich Denny was kind of showing them around and talked about Comanche Peak because he had an ancestor that was in that battle. And when the Comanches asked who won, he diplomatically said, both sides won. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just so fun for people connecting all this. Because you see Comanche Trail and you don't think about it, uh, how this all evolved. Uh, Who was Lakeway Anna? 
interesting eccentric woman lived out there uh, in she called her land the Rockies and this was mid 20th century and uh, in 1940 when the city of Austin uh, uh, ended its trolley car system she bought a streetcar and lived in it she was living in Hyde Park in Austin and she took her hauled her streetcar out there and for the rest of her life and, and she was called Streetcar Annie or Streetcar Anna. It's, I would dying to know. I'm putting you on the spot. I should have asked you in maybe some pre-show prep, but does that is that streetcar anywhere? That would be a great historical. That is thing. a great great question. Could and it be restored? I can follow it up, and of course, maybe one of our listeners knows. Yeah, couldn't you? I could see Lakeway restoring this streetcar and, it and making it a centerpiece. Quite historical, and yeah. they have a nice history center, so maybe it could go there. So eventually, a military pilot was flying over this area and was like, "Hey, this this looks like this could be a nice little place to settle some people." Well, when was this happening? This is early 1960s, and what you've got to understand is the the dam created. Lake Travis in the late 40s, early 50s. But nobody could get out there. There weren't any communities. Now, eventually, on the north side, uh, Lago Vista, and then Lakeway on the south side and others, what had to happen was, and of course, Austin people didn't have money for retiring out there. So they sold the lots out there uh, statewide. For probably next to nothing. Oh, I know. And most of the people buying were from Houston. And it actually... Because of oil money? Oil or? money. Mm. Yeah. You know, Austin people didn't have money for a second. I mean, <laughs> I know, there, right? there are a lot of very modest lake homes out there that come from the people that were in Austin at the mm-hmm. time. The, the big money that came in and, and, and bought the lots in Lakeway and built that retirement community, which turned into a full-service community with great schools and so forth... A lot of those people were from Houston, and they, the people who came up with the idea met at the Commodore Perry Hotel on Brazos Street. Which I went to for the first time Oh, recently. You, the one downtown or, or the oh, old estate? Oh, I'm sorry, the estate. The estate, yeah. Different. That's Those fantastic. are two different things. They've done a great Unbelievable. Job I've heard you talk about it. I went to someone's birthday party there. Un- amazing. Beautiful, amazing. beautiful job there. No, the, the Commodore Perry Hotel downtown is a, like a, a mid- Rice Tower on Brazos, kind of like behind the Paramount Theater. And um, the same guy was associated with it. And it was a place where, you know, business leaders hung out, uh, as hotel, downtown hotels were in that period. And there was a meeting there, and they decided, yeah, we're going to make this a place. We're going to make Lakeway a place. Hmm. Let's go through a history of incorporation. It incorporates as Lakeway, but now it's more Part of Austin, or it? No, it's, it's a separate. City. It's all separate. It's, it's all its separate. own town. Mm-hmm. Okay, and but when they incorporated, there was a little opposition to it. Oh, yeah. back then, and and opposition to the park. We'll talk about that too. Yeah, no. Well, a lot of these places, especially if they're set up as retirement communities, don't want the extra taxes of having schools and having uh-huh. a, a city government, and they they moved to the country for a reason. And then some of them are on fixed income, some of them on military retirement. But then the park is funny. They, you know, this is 
a beautiful city park, but they were afraid it would become another hippie hollow, <laughs> which is, of course, the clothing optional uh, uh, beach on the other side of Lake Travis. You know, which it's if I'm a retiring, that's when I want to be clothing optional. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I don't care anymore. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> well, you can be that in your own backyard, but <laughs> most places in Austin, that is not allowed. As we know it as it exists today, it's not just retirees. It's mm-hmm. it's it's families. It all feeds into the Lake Travis School District, I assume. Yes. Yeah. yes. Right? So yeah. it's very desirable for Very desirable. They, be, they became a, a, not only an academic power, but a, a, an enormous uh, sports power, which attracts a whole different type mm-hmm. of family. You know, if you if you want your son to grow up to be a football quarterback, you either live in Westlake Hills <laughs> yeah, and go to so Westlake High or you go to Lakeway and go to Lake Travis. It's Those so are true. the two quarterback factories. And hold them back the first year of school so they're bigger <laughs> and stronger. Don't give them ideas. <laughs> this is the Texas way. It is, unfortunately. <laughs> All right. Well, that is uh, great. And the people of Lakeway, welcome to the show if you're new, right? Right. Uh, you can read that story out of Volume 2 of Indelible Austin, Chapter 2. That's right. Uh, and there are three volumes out. And you can get them at Book People or a lot of other stores in town. But, um, yeah, Volume 4 is with the publisher now. All right. Looking forward to it. Uh, quick email. Dear Michael, really enjoy the Austin Found podcast. Thank you very much. My family is moving to Wyoming this summer after 26 years in Austin. I'll be looking forward to learning about Austin's history from afar. I'll be retiring from my position as organist at historic St. Mary Cathedral downtown. If those walls could talk, uh, they would have many, many, many stories. Uh, You are welcome for a visit at any time. You've probably been there, right? Uh, It was great to hear about some of the historic church buildings in Austin. Good luck in the future. Sincerely, Dr. Brooks Whitmore. Thank you, Brooks, for the kind words. And you can email us at mbarnes, B-A-R-N-E-S, at statesman.com and jhager, H-A-G-E-R, at statesman.com. Happy trails. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.